Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Crook and Candle podcast. First off, it's hot. Yeah. It's very if hot. You couldn't tell. In Seattle. Yeah, look it. Yeah. I got my best white trash accoutrement. Yeah, I, I would have worn my uh, my jacket, but <laughs> Hell you no. know, now it, it's it's still pretty yeah. pretty warm. At least it's almost September. That's when we're expecting it to cool down because fall is almost around the corner. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Because I know I looked at the weather and it's yeah 80, 80 degrees for the next ten days. Yeah, so it's brutal. It's pretty bad, but. We're still here. We're still doing our thing. Yep. Uh, got an interesting co- uh, topic today uh, for anyone who's, you know, in a creative career. And um, we'll talk about that in a moment. But how was your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, it was, you know, it, it was just, uh, yeah, I mean, there, nothing really special happened during the week. Although, um initially last week um actually the the episode today we were going to do was going to be with my friend will yeah you work with him he's not here (laughs) he's not here because uh literally right as i like i hit him up like i called him so he can get up super early which he normally doesn't get up that early Mm. so i kind of felt bad for that but he was willing to do it so i'm like okay cool then he fucking hits me up and he's like, dude, I don't got money for gas. And he just shows me this like image of his checking account. And it's like zero, <laughs> like big, ass, big ass goose egg. Yeah. Broke. <laughs> yeah. Broke. You know, so. Um, so we're just we're going to reschedule that. Ignore them. <laughs> Come on, dog. Stop. Come on. Stop barking. It's OK. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be rescheduling that for next Monday. Yeah, something like something that. like that. I'll definitely talk to him. Yeah, Will's next a, week. Will's a musician in a band, plays drums, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes, and that's the main reason we wanted to have him on. But because, in fact, he has some interesting uh, things about himself as far as creative shit that mm. I thought was interesting. So we'll definitely get to that when we get to that. But otherwise, yeah, the week was good. How was yours? It was really cool. Um, I actually am back from three days of the Seattle fil- uh, Film Festival. <laughs> no, Tattoo Convention. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it was interesting. Um, tons of people. It felt really good just because, you know, with COVID and everything over the last so many years, there's so much, so many things that we kind of had to stop doing. Yeah. I know I went to a... a metal show recently a couple weeks ago with my girlfriend <laughs> and that was cool just because again there's there's people yeah you know and you're getting to see live music and for this same thing um a lot of people a lot of incredible artists a lot of incredible tattoo shops that were representing and uh and i even entered uh, a contest i oh, did yeah a large black and gray didn't place Oh, okay. Even though the tattoo was freaking awesome, it was just when it comes to black and gray tattooing, there's so many really good artists. And like the person that won, I mean, it was, you know, yeah, huge tattoo like, yeah, uh, yeah. under their ribs, all the way down their leg. Okay. You know, and uh, the tattoo I had done was uh, Chelsea's, my girlfriend's tattoo. Oh, yeah. The Xenomorph. Yeah. It's a, it started off as just a Xenomorph I designed, which 
looks fucking badass, mm -hmm. if I do say so myself. And then I ended up talking to her. I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if we could, could like do a background. And so I ended up putting in like a background of like like a hallway in the Nostromo mm -hmm. or whatever, <laughs> you know. And um, there's actually like a little kind of a valve on the wall and it's spewing smoke. Make sure to send me pictures. I'll send you so a picture I can so you guys it. can see. So you guys can see it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I put some some egg pods. Yeah. And one of them's opening up and there's like a face hugger coming out. Mm -hmm. It's a, I love, that's no, like one of my favorite tattoos that I've ever done because it, it's, it's just done really well. No, yeah, you've, you've shown it to me and yeah, it's a good tattoo. I mean, most of your tattoos are fucking good. Mm. So thank you. So, yeah, it didn't place, but I had a blast. And, I mean, there was food trucks and hot dog stands, and there was vendors uh, selling wares, and there was a an alcohol garden, <laughs> which was, it was just super fun. It was super hot, though. It was very, it feels like the um, humidity has went down a little bit. But I know, like, Friday, Saturday, it was just so humid. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. Like, it was just so hot. Like, I was in my fucking room, and I was just yeah. sweating. Yeah. It's like, it's not not like an oven, but it's just, it's so... It's that wet hot. It's that wet hot yeah. where it's like, you, you just feel, yeah, it's just miserable. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it was very interesting, and I know... Uh, the uh, shop I work at, Northwest Creations, they're actually going to be doing going to another convention. I believe it's called Three Rivers. It's like three hours from here. It's in Washington. Um, but we're going to be doing that in September. And I'm really looking forward to it because um, I had a lot of fun. And it made me reevaluate some things as it comes to tattooing um, because I've talked to you if you've listened you've probably heard me talking about wanting to retire mm -hmm. from tattooing and doing film and painting and um, which is uh, it's almost a good lead-in into uh, what we're gonna be talking about today which is uh, having a plan B when it comes to your creative endeavors yeah and um, so I mean, again, if you've listened to the podcast, I, you know, I wanted to move to Portugal. Yeah, that was the original plan. By, by 2024. Um, but that kind of got a little bit axed. You know, I was wanting to open a tattoo shop out there. And I was, wanted my youngest son, Julian, to, to help and, and learn to tattoo and stuff. He didn't eventually want to do it, which was really disappointing. And then I, you know, I held on to that dream. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I just kind of had to be like, it's not going to happen by, by then. I definitely want to uh, eventually get to Europe. You know, I, mm -hmm. I do have goals to buy, purchase, you know, a house or two i'd love to have a place in italy i'd love to have a place in portugal and maybe a place in france um and, and those are those are big goals mm -hmm. um but yeah I, I you know i had some specific things like i was like i don't want to get into a relationship um until i get to europe 
and then there was a caveat where I was like, unless I meet someone who boom, 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 there's all these boxes. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like an impossible list. I'm like, there's no freaking way I'll ever meet this girl that checks off all these boxes. But at the same time, I was tattooing my girlfriend before she was my girlfriend. And just as time was going by, I think I tattooed her for 10 months. And she just kept checking off boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And so we started dating in April. And that was something where I had a kind of a solid plan, but it changed. Um, as far as my tattooing career... You know, I really did want, I, I've been, I want to retire. I want to retire. You know, I want to focus on painting. But the great thing about my girlfriend, she's in finance. She's really good with numbers and organizational stuff and money. And she's like, you know, you, you need like a six month sabbatical. You need, you know, where you can go someplace and just paint and, you know, rent here at this apartment is taken care of. I'm able to put money down on a place for six months uh, to rent and um, everything's kind of taken care of, and yeah. she, you know, and she was like, it might take you a couple years, you know, to, to be able to do that, which is something I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, but again, because of like when she really kind of broke down like some numbers and what it would take. And I realized, oh, it might be a year or two, you know, a year and a half, two before I could do this. You know, it kind of made the idea of retiring. Um, I, I kind of had to do a, a plan B. And I think it's, it's important for um, artists and creatives to kind of have a plan B. And I'm not talking about a plan B that, that's like, oh, I want to do X in the creative field. And if I can't get there, then I'll go work at Whole Foods. Or right. That's not the plan yeah. B I'm talking about. Right, right. I'm talking about more like, having a goal mm -hmm. and and kind of setting some parameters but as time's going on you got to be open to morphing your plans a little bit yeah being able to give yourself a little wiggle room because creative uh endeavors are are tough they're tough they're a big um challenge to to make it in anything that's creative um and you don't want to get depressed because you know you didn't make your goal right yeah i think one of the biggest mistakes that well not even just creative people but people in general like they'll have this dream i want to be this and that's the only thing they're focusing on but then things don't pan out that way and then they get older and older and they're trying and trying and eventually they get to this point where they're like, I don't think this is ever going to fucking happen. Mm. And so, you know, so that, so yeah, if they only have that one plan or that one dream and then it just doesn't pan out the way they hoped, they, you know, they get depressed and they don't see, you know, the go a good road. And they, so they're, they're like, Oh, I guess I'll just get a normal job or whatever. And that, you know, it's not fulfilling. 
interesting. Well, one of the things, and I, you got to think about this, and I was actually talking to my girlfriend the other day mm -hmm. about this because I was at the convention, I was having such a good time, and I was like, I need, I think I'm going to reevaluate some stuff. Yeah. And so something to always keep in mind, especially if you are a young creative, there's something that when you're young, you don't really understand, and that is time. So what I mean is when you're younger, and I did this, when you're younger, you say, okay, I want to do X, and I want to be successful at it by, and you give yourself a year <laughs> or two years, like maximum like five years. Right. Because you're young. You don't think about 10 years from now, mm -hmm. 15 years from now. Now, right. when you start getting older, you do. Um, you start having the experience of understanding what it takes to be successful at something and, you know, the time it takes and the, the effort that's involved. And so you tend to like when I make goals for myself, like right now, like I said, Portugal 2024 didn't happen, but I'm 51. And at this point, I'm like, well, you know, getting to Europe by 60, that's fine. Yeah. You know? And like with my painting career, you know, I, when I was younger, I was like, I want to show my art and be, you know, kind of famous by the time I'm 25. And that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But as I got into my thirties and I've always maintained that I want to paint and not only to paint, but be a voice um, and, you know, have some success and some recognition. But I think, yeah, I got in my late 30s and I realized, I'm like, you know, it's not like my priorities changed I, where I was like, you know, it's not really important. I'm not, I, you know, I don't need to be famous or rich mm -hmm. by next year. You know, I what I need for my life is to be creative. Yeah, that's it. Like I if I'm. 70 some years old and facing you know uh stepping into that undiscovered country that we always have everyone has to go through which is to face your mortality um and i'm not rich and famous but i've lived as an artist i've never given up i'm excellent at what i do i'm recognized for what i do I have a great group of friends around me yeah, um, who love me, you know, and if I can have that, then th that's what will make my life worth living, not how much money I could make or, or you know, how famous I am, you know. Yeah. I, and I think just in any creative endeavor, if you're just focused on doing what you do, doing the creative thing that you do with passion and trying to make uh, everything that you do, um, trying to make it as good as possible. Mm -hmm. Always trying to learn, always trying to grow. If you do that, I think the, 
the byproduct of living that way in many occasions is you're going to make money. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a certain amount of recognition, you know, and going into anything. I'm sure we've talked about this in a previous podcast, going into a creative aspect, going, I want to make a lot of money and I want to have, you know, stupid amounts of success and that is why i want to be famous i want people to pat me on my back right going into it for that those reasons are those are reasons which are going to make your experience a negative one yeah because most most likely it's not going to work out yeah well and it's a very narrow minded way to look at it because uh like obviously like even myself, it's like, of course, I want to make money and a living doing creative shit as well. I mean, that's why we did the LLC for third gen media, because mm -hmm. the plan is to eventually make that business into something where I can get paid being an editor and you can be paid doing, you know, uh, you know, just running the business and mm -hmm. shit like that and getting clients. So, you know, and, and you know, of course, like I even I've had these you know, dreams, and I still do, like of, you know, making a living, just being a creative-minded person and just creating shit, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is, it, whether it's doing art or making videos or whatever, it's just something that can, um, you know, make me money. But at the same time, I think the problem is, is that some people don't take into consideration does this make me fulfilled? Does this make mm -hmm. me feel, does this make me happy? Mm -hmm. You know, cause I think, Kali, you're interrupting my flow right now. <laughs> like seriously, Kali, come here. Dogs. Dogs, yes, she's being a problem child right now. All right, stay quiet. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> you want me to go put her in the? Yes, please. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like I was saying, it's like the thing that people, the thing that sometimes people don't take into consideration is whether they feel fulfilled. And so they'll, you know, put in years and time into something to get good at something, uh, you know, for the goal of, I want to be successful. I want to be, you know, I want to make tons and tons of money and I want to get, you know, you know, be able to get chicks and, you know, all this shit. And it's like, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's, those are cool perks, but does it really make you happy? And I think sometimes people will go so far down that road with that one mind that, yeah, they might end up successful, but they might be fucking depressed and be like, this does not bring me any fulfillment. Perfect example. And you can go get on YouTube and, Look it up. Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. Okay. Britney Spears at one time was one of the biggest pop, pop stars. Star. Yeah. Okay. Straight up. She became so famous and so rich, but she couldn't be a normal person. She couldn't. Yeah. And, you know, she, she had all this fame. I remember watching a video where... She wanted to go shopping for baby clothes for a, a friend of hers who was mm -hmm. going to have a baby shower. And they, you know, like four black SUVs pull up to this store, which they've emptied of people. 
so that she can shop without being mobbed. Mm-hmm. And she's walking around looking at stuff like, what do you think of this? Showing her assistant who's yeah. got a tablet sitting there making notes and yeah. doing all her shit. And it just was so sad. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, th- that's why when you, and eventually, eventually there's the video of her shaving her head off. Yeah. She went, Cause her she mental, went, her, yeah, her mental health was going out the window, but she was rich and, and famous. Yeah. Like, okay. So that's not the, <coughs> being rich and famous is not the end all be all of being a creative person. You do, you have to have a balance, you know, you, mm-hmm. you have to have the correct mindset going into <laughs> it. As a matter of fact, I want to say, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of his name. It's one of the guitarists for, oh, is Izzy Stradlin from, uh, um, Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. Okay. And he wrote a ton of the music mm-hmm. and, you know, but Guns N' Roses got so big. Eventually he left. Right. Well, he got sober one, I think, if I remember correctly, he got sober. Wait, wasn't Slash the original guitarist? No, or? Slash and Izzy are the guitarists. There's two guitarists. Oh, there's two. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, but eventually Izzy left, and one of the things he said in an interview was, you know, we got too big. Like, I didn't want right. all of this fame. <laughs> like, I wanted to be kind of yeah. a, a, a regular guy, but I do rock and roll. Yeah. And have a, a measure of success. I could pay my bills. I could buy a house. I could, But the fame became so much that he had to walk away. Mm-hmm. For again, mental health—it's yeah. important. Yeah. Um, and you know, I—I I actually have someone close to me, who—and <clears throat> I've had conversations with this person a couple times, where they dreamed of fame, and it was—it was something that was like foremost on their mind, and. <clears throat> I would talk to them about it and and be like, well, you got to do all this work and, you know, you have to, you know, be consistent. And and they didn't want to hear that. They just wanted the fame. Mm -hmm. And even if, even if this person could have somehow miraculously achieved this fame that they were seeking, which fame is really uh, more people know you than you know these people yeah okay and uh they pat you on the back um so there's not a lot to it you know i would hate to be able to you know, or not be able to just go have a meal yeah you know go to a restaurant and like if you get a certain amount of fame you go to a restaurant and people are getting up from their tables coming over hey can i take a picture with you and can yeah. you sign this you know what and you're like dude can i just uh so it's like <laughs> Even and that's why when you look at people that do get kind of famous and and and, and nowadays it's like you can get famous because the way our society works with the technology we have is that you can be doing something and it's just fun and you make some videos of it and then all of a sudden it starts going viral. Yeah. And you didn't really intend this. Um, in a way, this kind of was similar to when you look in the past, all the creatives or artists, musicians, whatever, that died, the 27 Club. 
Mm-hmm. I was talking to a lady I was as I was tattooing uh, yesterday. We were I was tattooing her, and um, Janis Joplin came on because uh, they had speakers and you could hear music throughout the hall. And she goes, oh, such such a bummer that she died at 27. And I said, yeah. And she said, well, this is what I think it is. And she gave her two cents. And I said, well, my two cents is they don't have a school or a class Mm -hmm. that you can take on how to deal with sudden fame. Right. And these people are getting famous and they're young. And on top of that, the way that they're able to do the art that they do is they're not like everyone else. They're not the popular kid. They're the weird kid. Eddie Van Halen was not popular. Mm -hmm. He would sit in his room for 12 hours a day playing his guitar. Yeah. But eventually, (laughs) because you can focus on your passion so intently Mm -hmm. that you become very skilled at what you do, and then all of a sudden, when you, like, he's practicing guitar, practicing guitar, practicing guitar, Mm -hmm. and on top of this, another one, you don't because you're focused on your creativity you're not necessarily hanging out with people you're not learning how to interact so once you start getting some fame and people start blowing smoke up your ass you're the best hey man you want some cocaine let me hang out right. with you i got some cocaine yeah you don't you know, know like, and you and you, or hey let me just hang out with you and so a normal person might get around someone and there's someone's trying to give them something. Like if you, if, if I don't know someone really well, but they're like, Oh, here have, you want a PlayStation or, you know, (laughs) you know, they're trying to give me something. Yeah. Red flags go up. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Why are you trying to give me something for nothing? Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, a creative person can actually not have learned those cues because they're so focused on their creativity yeah that once they start be getting a certain amount of fame people are coming around them and they don't red flags aren't going up yeah because they, they don't, don't know how to deal with they it. don't know how to deal with it and that's when you know alcohol drugs cra- cra- crazy living you could die yeah i mean so many like one of my my favorite um artists is john michelle basquiat and same 27 overdosed and you know those are those are the warning uh the stories of of how not to do it you know and so between being a creative and kind of suddenly almost accidentally becoming famous yeah you know or going into it with the mindset of this is what i want to do um, but I don't necessarily want to do it for money and fame. I want to do it because I love it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm going to surround myself with a good group of people that are really supportive of me and, and have my back and can help me, you know, uh, progress in my career. That's, that's the way you would want to do it. Right. You know, well, and, and it's kind of funny too. Cause like, um, because when you really examine why a lot of people, especially if, if we're just you know talking about creative people, like why they want to get famous, it's like, and, and it's like I can relate to this. It's like, 
you know, when you don't feel normal and you don't feel popular and, you know, you feel like nobody gets you or all that stuff was one of the things you want. You want attention. You want people to pay attention to you and to, you know, you know, to think you're cool, you know? So it's like the thing that drives a lot of these people to want to be famous is to, you know, to get that attention. But then eventually when they do get it, they haven't developed all these other skills you know, or developed any of these other things about their personality or the things that would make you a cool person to people in general. So that by the time you do get famous, you just don't know how to fucking deal with it. So like, if anything, it's like one of the most important things, if anything, um, especially just living my life that I think is super important, especially if you're young, if you're, uh, you know, listening to this, like, don't worry so much on, um, trying to get famous and you know obviously you know people want attention and people want to feel valued so i feel the best thing to do is just like you can develop those deficiencies like you can develop whatever it is you need to you want to feel more cool and, and people like you like learn how to develop your social skills mm -hmm. learn you know fucking if do you look like a slob fucking get better style mm -hmm. like you know get get some better swag something that makes you feel like you and just like any right now, that's like Elon Musk is yeah. he's like, you know, unless you want to like be a surgeon right. or a lawyer, yeah. you can learn so much yeah. for free mm -hmm. with the technology we have online. And there's different uh, websites like I know ones like um, Domestica. So mm -hmm. it's like learn how to. Yeah. edit with DaVinci Resolve yeah, and you, you can pay Udemy and yeah like you that. can pay 20 bucks and there's a three hour class mm -hmm. on how to do it so there's you can do that with anything mm -hmm. if you're shy if you're you know you don't have good social skills and you want to learn to be more more charismatic you can go on and listen to people and talk they'll give you insights into things that you can start doing to change um, who, you, who you are as far as how you deal with things and people and stuff like yeah. that. And you can, like, I there's a guy, what is it? Ryan, can't think of his last name. I bought a, his book, but he he's written a couple books, and he's way into the Stoics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, uh, Seneca, different. And these people had ways of looking at life and how to deal with life on life's terms and, and not let it take over your mind with negativity and I'm not good enough and, you know, being able to look at yourself in a certain way so that you can deal with life without the, the, the pitfalls and the, and the negative thinking really and so yeah if, if you want to learn about people actually i got a book uh, recently by robert green called the laws of human nature mm -hmm. um and i feel like i know a lot about people and and humans do have their nature and once you understand it you understand how to interact with people uh, it's the reason why i always say you know there's 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 no such thing as as psychics, especially the ones where they got a little a little uh, 
you know, a, a little shop that's got psychic palm yeah. reader, this and that, because like, I know me, if I was going to be a psychic, I don't have to actually be a psychic. Right. All I need to do is know human nature. Mm-hmm. So the fact that even if I'm, I'm just out on the street and I have two chairs and a table and a little sign that says psychic, <laughs> if a person comes and sits down, yeah, that tells me a large amount of who I'm dealing with. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, you learn how to read someone. You're like, hmm, I'm getting it's about a relationship. No, because I might say relationship and you move your head a certain or your eyes a certain way. And I'm like, okay, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Was your work. <laughs> okay. Yes. Work. You're working. Are you going to get a raise? You know, and I'm and I'm talking to you and watching you. Yeah. And I know people, they want to know, am I going to fall in love? Right. Am I going to make make money, get a raise? Am I going to become famous? Yeah. Am I going to get a... F- exactly. Um, those. I, there's only so many things that actually motivates people mm-hmm. to do things. So it's like once you, knew, once you learn the nature of people, you know, it's easy, easier to interact with them. But these are things that... Because, you know, people are not as mysterious and complex as we're led to believe. Um, and actually I was having this conversation with my girlfriend and, and she, she actually said, cause she's in finance and her job as like a financial advisor is because people don't, or they look at money as it's this real esoteric Thing that is hard to understand right it's kind of like learning a language okay you can learn another language yeah or you can say to yourself god it's a lot of work it's hard i'll pay a translator <laughs> and you hire a translator yeah so you don't have to do the work but you can learn a language you can learn about money you can learn about people mm-hmm it's all it all comes down to the work that you're willing to put into it mm-hmm. and once you realize it is a possibility then you just you buckle down and you work hard um but as you're doing that you know circumstances may change and again going back to having a kind of a plan b you have to be to me because i know i've been this way you have to be kind of um flexible when it comes to stuff like I, I, and you've done this too, cause you followed me. I went from, you know, Southern California to San Jose, California, when you were just a baby mm-hmm. and then eventually moved to Oakland, was there for 15, 16 years and then moved again to Portland. Yeah. Couple years there and then moved to Seattle. I've never been like, I can't move. I, I, I'm here and that's it. Right. I've I've always been on a journey to find what works best for me. Yeah. Where is the best opportunities? How have I changed as a person in relation to what I want to do with my life? And if I've changed in relation to that, then I might you know, I might be looking at things and having goals 
that are seemingly set, but I'll be like, you know, maybe that's not it. Yeah. Maybe I should make a change. Yeah. And every time I've changed um, as a person and every time I've taken on um, the challenges of life, um, I've grown an immense amount as a person because that's, that's the result of putting yourself in kind of uncomfortable positions. Plants do it. Yeah. You know, you're always watering your plant and it's growing nice. Take away some of the water. Mm -hmm. Don't starve it to death, but you take away some of the water. You start watering it less and the plant grows more. You know, like I have these plants in the back. They have these little, um, they have these little, I don't know what they're called, but they're like these little shoots that come off and they, they're looking for the ground. Uh, okay. Because once it hits the ground, it can take water from there. Yeah. And it'll start growing from there and propagating itself. Um, but yeah, a lot of times it's, it's the, the, uh, uncomfortable, the uncomfortability of, of life that is going to force you to grow. Um, I think people can, can do amazing things and more often than not, they can do things that they don't think they can do. Right. Um, and they don't give themselves credit for that. Mm -hmm. They can, they can really change. But again, you have to be able to be flexible and, you know, willing to change, willing to take on, um, different things that might make you uncomfortable so that you grow as a person yeah. and you're going to get more out of life. That's just the way it works. Yeah. It's just, it's important to not be so rigid and set in one way, mm -hmm. you know, cause I think that's what dooms a lot of people and what makes people feel unhappy is that they'll either convince themselves that they can't do certain things. So they'll just stick to, you know, doing one set of things or, they are so focused on doing one thing that they, you know, like all these other things, all these other opportunities or whatever may present themselves and they'll go, no, I'm setting this one way. But it's like, dude, you could have probably, you know, went somewhere and done something cool if you fucking accepted those opportunities. Why yeah. are you being so rigid? Yeah. You know, even like, uh, you know, with me, it's like, you know, I when I was younger, you know, you know, I started off like, you know, I was doing my art and I was thinking like, you know what, maybe one day I'll, you know, make a living making comics or some shit. And, and who knows, maybe that'll be a thing later on. I don't know. Um, you know, I'll keep myself open to that. Or, you know, when I started doing YouTube, it's like I thought, you know, I'll be the next PewDiePie or some shit, mm -hmm. you know. And it's like, but then, of course, like 15 plus years later. I'm not the next PewDiePie, mm -hmm. you know, so, but then of course the opportunity to be an editor for third gen media came up. So it's like, yeah, of course I'm going to take that, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, and it's just the importance, the, 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 one of the important things to do, like, especially if you're growing up and you're trying to achieve some sort of goal is to be flexible and to at least be open to other things and trying other things and who knows maybe where you end up will be the thing that's truly fulfilling well perfect example when you take 
our production company. Yeah. Um, the business model that I had set up was for business to business. Yeah. If you got a business today, the way technology is and the way people market is through social media and, you know, Instagram, TikTok, you know, yeah. Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you might be like, I need a little commercial shot. I need um, someone to come in and shoot something so I can do little 30 second um, ads. And that's where we would come in. We have the equipment, we have the know-how, we can help you promote your business so you're not leaving money on the table, mm -hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you weren't super rigid around it. I mean, that's, yes, you you like the business model and you, you want that to work, mm -hmm. but what did we end up doing just recently? 48-hour film festival. Yeah, 48-hour film festival. You know, We're we, working on a film yeah, right now. Yeah. Green, the the uh, directed by August Broussard. Uh, we we shot that. It's still in post-production. And no one's getting paid. Yeah. But we're doing it, and you're doing it, because mm -hmm. it's a learning experience. You know, it's creative. Mm -hmm. And by doing it, it's going to help you grow, not, a, not only as an editor, but just as a human. Yeah. You know, and and I uh, when we first uh, I remember we were doing getting ready for green. So what happened was we did the uh, auditions and then we ended up getting a studio over by the, um, the Space Needle and uh, renting it and had a whole the crew met up all the actors, everyone involved. And we did some read throughs yeah. and talking. But the first thing I said, cause I'm the producer, I said, you know, welcome everyone. And I talked a little bit and I said, you know, thank you for doing this. Your passion is, is palpable, you know, cause this is not a paid gig, but you know, after 20, 30 years of being a creative, there's nothing that moves me and gives me chills and makes me feel good about myself more not money not fame just to be able to go see that i did that yeah <laughs> and, and people you did wow that's so cool you know da, 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 da. that that makes me it makes it all worth it yeah you know so you know again it's not we're not going to go too far we're about 45 minutes in we're going to end the podcast now but yeah um anyone out there that's doing it be able to be flexible continue to educate yourself be positive and uh think up a couple of of uh ways of doing something a couple of like it's just like now if i want to get from here to here there's always like i can go this way i can go that way you know there's different routes to get where you want to go and and you know just saying there's only one is gonna stifle you as a creative so you always have to be open to to change and be flexible and, and kind of have plan b's in place to help you get to your goals yeah and with that we are out um follow us on social media yeah we're on instagram 
Um, I think that's the only social media we have <laughs> at the moment. Or, or just listen to us on your favorite podcast uh, streaming service. Yes. It, We're for, on everything. Also, by the way, if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, please, if you like this podcast, then please... Leave a good review because that's how we're going to get views yeah. and for how people are going to get to know us. And if you don't, just send this to your enemies and, you know, <laughs> you know, leave a down vote and let us know why it sucks. Yeah. Um, and if you're on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, if give you us like, a like, yeah, give, give us, us a, a follow, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell to be notified of new episodes to come. We do this on a biweekly basis. Episodes always come out on Thursdays. And then on top of that, you know, leave a comment down below. Like, let us know what you think about what we've talked about, and mm -hmm. you know, share share with us your own insights, and maybe yeah. we'll we'll um, you know respond to some of those comments on the following episode. Absolutely. And with that, stay cool because it's hot out there. Yes. And we will see you in a couple weeks. All right. Peace out. Peace.